Hi everyone, my name is John Locke and I'd like to welcome you to the winning trade, but first the required disclaimer. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We're not broker-dealers or financial advisors and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial and please make sure you're aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that in the presentation we are doing hypothetical computer simulated trades unless otherwise stated. And always keep in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many, many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke. I'm a trading performance and success coach with Locke and Your Success LLC. And myself and my team are here to help traders win in the market and in life as well. Now, before we get going, I'd like to send out my best wishes to everybody. I realize that many of us are quarantined to our homes. Uh, most of the stores and restaurants are closed and you know, some of us are even sick right now. And anyone who has a long stock stock portfolio is likely feeling a little bit of pain right now. But what I'd like to offer you is to remember that this too shall pass. What we are experiencing is temporary. I'd also like to point out that when the masses uh, have fear and panic, that creates tremendous opportunities for the few who can keep their mindset right and identify where opportunities lie. We're having fire sales happening right now in certain sectors of the market like hotels, casinos, uh, rental cars, restaurants, energy, cruise lines, airlines, uh, and that's just to name a few. We have record high implied volatility that you can safely sell with short-term expiration options. Uh, if you play this right, the opportunities are just, they're simply amazing. But you need to be looking for those opportunities. So no matter how bad it may feel, to see the market going down and maybe see your account going down, especially if you have, like I said, a substantial long stock portfolio, I encourage you to put that fear and uncomfortableness to the side and decide to crush it with the opportunities that are present in the market right now. And if you need any help with that, that's why we're here. All right, so let's start by talking about the market. We just had a move of over 30% in the SPX in about four weeks. And if you look at the small caps, the Russell 2000, that move is uh, was over 40%. The NDX, on the other hand, I mean, it's been, uh, or technology in general has been holding up quite well. It's only down about 28%, but that's still a substantial amount. Uh, anyway, this percentage of a move isn't all that unheard of. I mean, it's happened multiple times before. However, how high the point value was in the SPX when the point move started made the actual point move of this uh, 30% insane. The actual point move was actually much, much higher than we've ever, ever experienced in the markets by far, and that can look pretty painful. Considering this, right, this certainly isn't a market-neutral environment, my friend, right? So naturally, when we get a move like this, it's going to be tough on many of the uh, market neutral strategies out there as well as our market neutral strategies that are non-subjective and rule-based, especially if those strategies happen to be a little bit bullish bias. But here's the wonderful thing about our type of trading. Yeah, some trades lose on occasion. That's part of doing business as a trader. But the good part here is once the loss does occur, if you're trading like options, market neutral option strategies like we tend to do, that's it. You know, you're out of the market and you're back into cash. And once you're out, 
you have the opportunity to take some time and evaluate what's going on in the marketplace and see why your strategy lost. And then at that point, once you've figured that out, you can decide if you want to get back in with the same strategy with a different capital level uh, or possibly switch to another strategy or perhaps even stay out of the market altogether. In other words, we have these losses that happen from time to time as a trader. That's normal. It's not a big deal if you're trading the proper size. Once you're out of the market, ask, why? Why did I lose? Why did this happen? And then from there, once you answer that question, you can decide if it's business as usual or if it's something strange going on in the marketplace, perhaps like a pandemic or something like that. And... If it's something you don't understand, then you have the option to wait out of the market in cash until things settle down a little bit. This is a very different situation than your typical long stock trader faces. As a long stock trader, once the market starts going down, you need to decide if and when you should get out of the market. And for most traders, that's usually at the bottom when they decide to get out. And then once they're finally out, They're hoping and praying uh, that they can decide the right time to get back in so you don't miss the reversal. Because as we've experienced in the last several drops, when the market decides to reverse and go back up, I mean, it goes. And by the time most traders get back in, a lot of times the market's higher than it was when they exited, and they really have no chance at making their money back. So for that reason, I really, really love our type of trading even when we have the occasional losses. Now that said, we have had some wins in our market neutral trades as well, even with these really huge market movements. There are some rules-based, non-subjective strategies that have been handling this move quite well so far. And those strategies include the bear trade, the bearish butterfly, the X4 version 14, and the X4 version 22. And initially, I was going to show you one of those trades. In the last winning trade, I showed you a version 14. But with the crazy market movement, I thought, wouldn't this be a great time to show you something maybe a little more special than that? Why don't I demonstrate the subjective trade that we're tracking in our pro membership? Because look, you know, our primary objective here at Locking Your Success is not to simply show you trading strategies. Our ultimate goal is to create long-term successful traders. Realize that a long-term successful trader is not someone who simply finds a trade in hopes that it works forever going forward. Now, sure, you, you, you might make money with that approach for a while, and sometimes even for an extended period of time if the markets are uh, favorable to your style of trading. But regardless of, regardless of what you're doing, ultimately, something's going to change in the marketplace in a way where whatever you happen to be doing is no longer effective. I've been saying this over and over again for, for years, and this is why we train our pro traders to be adaptive. Sure, we start with the guideline trades at first in order to gain competency with, uh, you know, things like how different strategies work and react in different market environments. But once you get to that point, you want to then use that knowledge and experience that you've built up to go to the next level with your trading so you can be adaptive to the marketplace and thereby create long-term success for yourself, even through markets like this.
so what I'd like to do with this session is take you through the trading uh, sequence that I've done since February 24th to show you how we started out and how we adapted to the marketplace and uh, take you through to the uh, end of that trade, which I believe ended just a few days ago. So let's get started. And of course, if you have any questions on any of this stuff, I mean, go back to the previous winning trades. And, you know, we have examples of the X4 version 14, the X4 version 17, and the 22 that we're going to take a look at today. And also I'm going to introduce some of the newer stuff that we, uh, some other stuff that we do in the pro membership. So from here, this position was started, or at least started out as uh, an X4 version 17 trade. And one of the things we do in the pro membership is we don't just put the trade on and trade it by the rules for through the whole trade. What we end up doing is we start in a certain position depending on what the market's doing. In other words, if we're generally bullish in the market and we don't think it's going to go down, we'll start with a version 17. Then during the trade, as certain events unfold, and perhaps our, perhaps our uh, opinion in the marketplace shifts a little bit, then we'll switch to different types of trading strategies and we'll we'll bring our position sizes up and down and so forth in other words we're being adaptive to the marketplace so anyway this, this trade started out as an x4 version 17 and we get to this point here okay and if we look at the price charts we can see what's happening here we we were in and when we initially put the trade on we were in a pretty good size up grind if you're a technical guy we had a breakout of a cup and handle pattern we were expecting an up move which is why we were in a version 17 in the first place now here what happened is something maybe a little bit unexpected we had a huge huge gap huge huge gap down in the spx uh, and we did come to a support level but anytime you get you know, you're in a bullish environment, you start getting these really big range expansions, that's got to be a little concerning. And this is 96 points, uh, you know, as of 3.30 on a Monday afternoon. And that's a little concerning. That's a big move for the SPX. So that being the case, our opinion is going to tend to switch to the market's probably going to be a little bit more volatile now. It doesn't necessarily put us bearish, but we are expecting maybe some bigger moves coming ahead. So what we do here is we take this version 17 trade and we switch it into a 22. And we don't sell the whole thing out and buy another um, buy another set of butterflies and all that. We just simply move some of these long strikes here and we add a call in. So we come in here and we flip this over into a version 22. Now, if we're going to get really big price moves, this version 22 works really, really well. It's very protective with a downside move. And if we get a screaming up move, usually the, the calls will, will gain some money and will do well there, right? So it's a position I get into when we get into uh, uncertainty. So here is this position here, and I don't know where the call is. It's probably on a five-point strike. Let me just quickly add these in here. Yeah, it's on a five-point strike. So, uh, so anyway, this is the call we're in. So if we go to the next day, and I take off my thing here, we get a 101 point down move in the SPX on top of a uh, 95 point move the day before, right? That's 
the market's really moving down. The volatility is really picking up in the marketplace. Now, being in the 22, this really didn't get hurt. As a matter of fact, we're up money. But the reality is that I may not want to stay in this type of market with this positioning. I might want to wait or reduce my size or do something here because I want to be a little bit cautious here. Something new is happening in the marketplace that represents a shift. Okay, so we just close out. And I actually ended up waiting a day. And on the 26th, what I did is, uh, actually, let's look at the price chart for a minute first. Right, so we had this move down a support. We had a support break, and we came down to this area. Now, there is some support in the SPX down over here, right? There's definitely some support there. So I'm thinking, well, maybe we're going to get a bounce, or at least a short-term bounce. But I don't want to bet the farm on it. Okay, so what I do here is instead of coming in with a 10 lot, I think I can take my five point strikes back out. Instead of coming in here with a 10 lot, I do something bullish. I do an X4 version 17, and I do it a very small size. Okay, normally this trade is going to have a $2,500 max loss at a $35,000 capital level or at a 10 lot. I'm still going to allow that $2,500 loss, but I'm going to come in here with only a two lot. That allows me that if I'm wrong and the market continues to go down, it allows me a little bit of room, a little bit of flexibility. I don't have to freak out and get out of the marketplace and a little bit of time for it to come back and reverse for me. So, so that was trade number one. If I go to the following day, we get another, a third 90 plus point down move in three days. This is flying. It's got to bounce now, right? So what we do, what I do here is I don't try to adjust this. I don't try to roll this back. I just leave it alone. I come in here and I put on what we call a Super Bowl. You've probably seen a Super Bowl before in the winning trade. Now this trade here is a $1,200 risk for, in this case, an $800 gain. Normally, I like a better risk-reward ratio than that, but with the way that we implied volatility skew was with the big move down, that wasn't allowing me to do that. So we take a little bit worse risk-reward ratio, ratio with the idea that, hey, this thing's going to bounce. We'll take advantage of short-term bounces here and basically scalp a little bit of profit. So once the market starts acting like this, you want to start trading maybe a little bit differently. You want to be a little bit more taking advantage of times when you do get these up moves and you do get profits. So you want to have positions set up if you can where, uh, you know, it's usually beneficial to trade small positions where you can, where you can take, where you can get a decent profit instantly if things go your way. And you can kind of give yourself a little bit of time to stay in the market uh, in case they go the wrong way and your risk isn't too, too high. So those are the two trades that we have on here. And I also put a third trade on, and that was a calendar. Now, calendars are really good when the market goes into what we call a deep backwardation. They can gain money very, very quickly, and you can get really good risk-reward ratios off of them. And I was even bullish on my calendar here, right? So uh, I have a bullish bias on the calendar. But this is my fail-safe, right? If the market stalls, if the market goes down, once the calendar is in backwardation, it's pretty resilient to down moves. So this was the third trade I put on. So let's play out the three trades really, really quickly. So I have my speculation V17. 
if we go to Friday, we get another 82 point down move. I'm down 600 bucks. Not a big deal. Um, so I'm just waiting it out to see. Now, one of the things that I want to point out at the time I entered this, I'm obviously bullish. We had a further down move. I was still leaning bullish. This down move, this 82 point down move, that starts to change things technically. So one of the things we're looking at is we're looking at the technicals in the market and seeing where things are going. And at this point, if you look at the speed of this move, and if you went out to the longer term charts, this support level probably isn't sufficient to hold the market. Now, that being the case, there will probably be a bounce in the market short term, or what we call a 50% dead cat bounce, right? So that's going to be up at this level here. So if you, in other words, if you took 3386 and uh, 2896 and you went about halfway, that'd be somewhere around 3100, 3150, 3200, right? So what I'm looking for now is just for a bounce to get out of my bullish positions at this point. So this is what we're looking at. If we go to Monday the 2nd, we get a bounce, not quite as high as I'd like. The following day, we drop back out again. And by the 4th, Wednesday, we finally get our bounce up into the 50% level right up in here. So, like I said, my market sentiment is it's not that it's changed from bullish to bearish necessarily, but I'm thinking we're not likely to get a V reversal and come up. And if you watched our Monday morning updates, you can see that. We were talking about this during the Monday morning updates. We you know, are saying this moves awful fast come down into the support level. We'll probably get a bounce into the 50% level, and then it'll probably either range sideways from that point or possibly go down. I was actually thinking more was going to range sideways, but um, this being the case, I don't necessarily, if, I, if I'm going to range between 31.50 and, you know, 28.50 here, I don't necessarily want to be in this trade because that's down in this range here and the trade's going to lose money if that is to happen. So since my opinion doesn't march, match with the trade, I get out, right? So I close this trade out essentially at break even. I say, well, I had a thesis on the market. It worked. The market allowed me to come back to break even. Let's get out and let's move on. And let's go back to Super Bowl. This is our Super Bowl trade. Let's see, we put this on the day before this. So we put the trade on. We ended up getting a down move here, 68 points on the third. If we go to the fourth, we, uh, we get that bounce. But again, my thought on the market is it's likely to be ranging back in this level. And again, this strategy probably wouldn't be best for that scenario. So again, we take our meager profit that we ended up, which actually isn't bad when you look at it. It's $200 on $1,200 risk. Um, that's a decent percentage. Not what we're looking for. But like I said, the market's starting to become a little bit uncertain with the way the volatility is picking up. So we end up exiting the trade there. In the meantime, let's go back to... the second again, and take a look at our calendar trade. So here on the 27th, I guess it was Thursday. And again, we're a little bit bullish here. If we go to the next day, we were wrong. 
right? The market came down a little bit, down about 82, but we're still expecting a bounce in the marketplace. Like I said, just like with the other trades, we would expect a 50% bounce or so, or, or at least close to that off the support level. So that being the case, since I'm expecting a bounce, and on top of that, I did plan on scaling into this trade. So one of the things I didn't tell you about the calendar trade here is this calendar trade, which is going to be the key of what we which is going to be mainly we're going to cover for the rest of the presentation is started out with about eight to ten thousand dollars it has a hundred thousand dollar plan capital and i'm running a profit target of about thirty percent or thirty thousand dollars and i'm willing to to draw down thirty thousand dollars on this particular trade and the reason i'm willing to do that is because this is an excellent environment for this type of trade when we get an explosion in implied volatility like this so that being the case we move down here I'm a little bit bullish, and I use this opportunity to scale in a little bit. So what we do here is we come in, and I add calendars down here at 3,050. And this is great, right? Because I'm thinking we're going to be scaling back and forth maybe in this range here. Now, initially, when I put it on, I thought we were going to be at a little bit of a higher range. But now the market's shown me that, well, it's going to be trading in a lower range. So uh, so we do this. We make that accommodation. If we go to the next day here and the second, we get an up move. One of the things about calendars is if you enter the market properly with a calendar, they're extremely high probability, and if things go your way, you can gain really, really huge profits very, very quickly. So that is the case here, right? We we ended up getting up about $6,400 off the bat. Now, uh, like I said, I do think the market range is going to be a little bit lower, but I'm not sure the market range is going to be a little bit lower. So... Uh, I just go by bias by that a little bit, and I just pull off some of these 3,100 calendars. So for those of you who don't know, by the way, a calendar is when you buy uh, a long strike in a month, say in April, so far out, and you buy a short strike uh, a little bit closer in, in this case, March. So I'm selling the March 3,100. Uh, when I initially put the trade on, I sold the March 3,100 puts, and you can do it puts and calls, doesn't matter. Uh, and I bought the March 31, uh, the April 3100 puts, and I did the same thing here on the 3050 when we had the move down. And now that we moved up again, I'm going to get rid of some of these 3100s. So I pull some of those off, and that just helps me flatten out my downside a little bit and takes a little bit of risk out of the trade. So if we go to the following Tuesday here, we get a 68 point down move, but I'm still in good shape. We go to, I'm going to hit ignore trades and go to the next day. We get a 115 point up move. Again, no need to trade here. We're just coming back in and we are hitting um, that 50% mark. So we haven't turned bullish or anything. We're still thinking the same range. If we come in here. Uh, we get, a, again, a down move. So the market's doing what we think it's going to do. It's kind of ranging out here in this, you know, 2850 to 3100 range. And if we go to Friday, we end up uh, coming down and pushing the backside a little bit. Now, we're not 
necessarily predicting where the market's going to go, but we are making little references of what we think. And here we're getting to the towards the edge of the tent. And like I said, I think we're going to be ranging between 28.50 and 31.00. We can take off a few more of these up in here. And uh, what I did is I added, not butterflies. I'm sorry. We took off those count the rest of those calendars up at 31.00, and I added some calendars back here at 20, uh, 29.40, right? I'm not looking at a specific delta number, but I am very aware of how wide my tent is, so to speak. And I wanted to widen this out a little bit to account for the fact the market is trading a little bit lower than what we anticipated, towards the low end of what we were anticipating. So we're just accommodating for that. So if we go to the ninth, we end up getting a, another big down move, right? I thought we were going to bottom out around 28.50. We go down 200 points. We are now at 27.50 almost. So we're just simply going to follow the market here. So right now we're, we have calendars at 3,050. We have calendars at 29.40. We're going to take these 3,050s off because again, we've, the market's shown us that it's going to trade underneath this level. Uh, as they say in technical analysis, old support becomes new resistance. We really shouldn't be trading over this 2850 level anymore. So we're going to come down, pull these off, and put some calendars on further down the road. In this case, maybe a little bit under the money. So this is our new position to accommodate our new trading range. Or at least I thought it was going to be our new trading range. So here, when we go forward to Tuesday... We get a nice little bounce. Value comes back into the position. Wednesday, we get hit down again. So that being the case, right now, we're starting to push the downside of our tent again. And like I said, if we look at our longer term charts, I think our support level was down a little bit further, down closer to the 2500 range now that we broke that. Plus, if you run price pattern targets, you know, the market can go pretty low here. So again, we're just walking this down and it's going to pull off these 2940s. And actually, you know what? I didn't even pull off the 2940s. I held the 2940s there, which was probably a good move in hindsight. Uh, it ended up being not, not the best move, but it was probably a good move in general because chances are the market probably would have maybe come up and tested the uh, breakdown of that last support level. So probably not a bad idea, but what I did do is I added more calendars down here at 2740. So before we had um, we had a calendar at 2770, I added five calendars at 2740. So we do this, okay. And then to reduce our delta maybe even a little bit further, or widen our 10 even a little bit more, I add five here, and I take, and I, and I essentially roll them down to here in a vertical order. So that gives us minus 10 here, and that puts us into our new position. Again, delta doesn't change a whole lot, but it really pumps our tent out to the side quite a bit. So that was our move there. And currently we're up about 8,200. And again, this is what we look like on our price charts. So if we move forward here, I'm just going to ignore trades so that we can move forward. We get, I think this was the largest point move we had down 
uh, at this point, right? Minus 234 points on the SPX. That's huge. So obviously we are, let me zone, zoom this out a little bit. Uh, obviously we're at the edge of the tent level here and I want to pick out my tent and kind of move it out a little bit. So uh, at this point here, it's, I believe is when I sold the 2940s. Let me just take off the adjustment to see. Yeah, I, t I sold the 2940s. I took these five. I rolled them to here so that I, I had, you know, a strong calendar essentially at 2740. And then we added in five more calendars down at 2510, which is actually still a little bit above the money. I would expect a bounce at this point. I mean, we've had, uh, I mean, look at the size of the move we had to the downside. You'd think we'd bounce a little bit. So here is our new position. If we go to the following day here on the 13th, we get a bit of a bounce, but we don't really get any relief here in implied volatility. So uh, you can see the pricing's all over the place. That's what this scatter plot is. Uh, if we go to the 16th, we go down another 281 points. I guess this is the largest move. The last one was almost the largest move. This one was actually much more. Now, one of the good things here, again, or interesting things with calendars, if you're positioned well and the right implied volatility shift happens to happen, you can gain decent money when you get a, a good down move, which is what happened here, right? So, again, though we're at the edge of the tent here, so we do want to pop out. We do want to maybe move things around a little bit. So that being the case, I'm going to pull out of these 2740s and we're going to be adding some calendars down here at uh, in the 2400 area. Let's see where I actually put them. Ignore this. Those go away. End up adding calendars here at 2430. Again, uh, pretty much at the money. Okay, this here is our new position and then we go to let me just take off the adjustment here go to the next day and we get a 106 point move and we get a pop-up in our PL that's fairly solid like the day before that the PL was kind of all over the place here it's a lot more steady it's still kind of all over the place a little bit but it's fairly, it's a lot more steady they have a lot more uh, confined scatter plot in our charts and we're up about $28,000 now. Initially, we were looking for 30, but really, we kind of definitely ran into some challenges with this, and it's been a long fight. And one of the things that I always say with our subjective traders when we're trading is if you get a nice value pop in your position and you end up being right in the center of your position and the market's been moving around a lot, you only have one place to go, right? If the market moves another 200 points tomorrow or 100 something points tomorrow, and that is down. So that being the case, we would pop out of this trade here and close the position out. And that was an example of the type of high probability yet subjective trading that we cover within our pro membership. So if you like what you see here, I encourage you to join us and discover how you too can follow along with great strategies as they unfold during our weekly options trading for income webinars. And where you can also learn about upcoming winning trade presentations and our success trading blueprint. And perhaps best of all, you can get information about our free trading performance podcast where you can learn to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. If you have any questions or comments you'd like to see 
on the next winning trade. We'd love to hear from you. Simply comment on the video below so we can get those answered for you. And we encourage you to come on over to thewinningtrade.com where you can find past episodes of The Winning Trade as well as a lot of other fantastic bonus information on how you too can profit through income trading. And please remember to subscribe and comment on our YouTube channel where I will personally answer any questions you may have. Thank you, and we'll see you on the next Winning Trade.